everybody. You're listening to the Sharpen Podcast, episode number 11. Today, we have on guest my friend, Lauren Paladin, and she's going to talk about health and wellness as a young professional. So let's get started. Hey, everyone. Kirby Green here. Thanks for listening to the Sharpen Podcast. It's the podcast for young professionals. I really appreciate those of you that have left a review on the iTunes store. So if you listen to podcasts, you always hear people say, please go on and leave a review. It does help a ton with what you want to hear more of and less of, but also it helps other folks find the type of podcasts that you listen to. So it will help other young professionals find the podcast Sharpen. So please leave a review. I'm really excited to have on um, my friend Lauren Paladin today. So Lauren and I are in a mentorship group together, and uh, I knew I had to have her on to talk about health and wellness. Um, She is a graduate from Indiana University with a degree in exercise science. And if you know Lauren, you know that she likes to learn more and more and be better than the day before. That is just who she is. Um, While she was at IU, she led a team of interns with IU Sports Properties focusing on sponsorship, hospitality, and coaching promotions. During her summers, uh, she worked at the National Institute for Fitness and Sport and was a boot camp instructor for Eli Lilly. She made the jump to private training at Hoffacker in 2009 and has been motivating and educating her clients to achieve their goals ever since. Um, So she is a conditioning specialist and a facility manager. She's done that for seven years now. So she has a variety of client experiences. She works from ages six to 94. Whoever is 94 in her program, I just love you. From young athletes to corporate executives. She loves her clients. You'll hear her talk about that today, and she loves working with them in that one-on-one environment, um, which I did not know about until our interview today. Lauren thrives on helping individuals improve their lives through the benefits of exercise and equipping her clients to fuel their bodies in the best way possible. Um, When she's not with clients, she enjoys playing tennis or traveling with her husband, Seth, and they love hanging out with their great friends or playing in the yard with their golden doodle. Here is my interview with Lauren Paladin. Hey, Sharpen listeners, I'm really excited to welcome on my friend, Lauren. Say hey to everybody listening to Sharpen today. Hey there. I'm excited to be here. (laughs) This is awesome. Yeah. So Lauren Lauren and I are in a mentorship group together. So this is a lot of fun to have a friend on uh, the podcast. But even more so, um, Lauren has just become the advisor and the encourager for our group when it comes to health and wellness. So I wanted to have her on today specifically for that topic. But before we get started there, Lauren, just tell a little bit about yourself. So, you know, who is Lauren? What do you get fired up about? What are some, you know, tidbits from your story? Tell us a little bit about you. Well, first of all, I just want to thank you so much for letting me come on here. It's such a privilege and I'm really excited. Um, As far as me, I have always grown up um, in a relatively active family. You know, my dad always played sports. My mom, I remember her coaching high school boys soccer growing up and, um, I mean, I just don't remember ever not being active with my brother and just um, how much fun that was. And then as I started getting older, you know, I played sports and I just recognized the value and all the things that I could learn from being involved in sports and in teamwork. Um, It just taught me a lot. And I was really always so grateful for those people that were 
in my life that, that impacted my life. And a lot of times it was those people that were my coaches or, um, I just remember people being active and the people that were really healthy. And so they always seemed happier and excited about life and had energy. And so that kind of is how I got started into, um, the health and fitness side of things. I actually went to, um, college with the intention of going to physical therapy school and got all my prereqs done for PT and did my internship and ended up hating it. (laughs) So Um, I, yeah, so I actually ended up totally switching everything. Um, I stuck with my minor as exercise science or my major as exercise science and I switched my minor and I went into sport marketing and I thought that was maybe the direction I was going to end up going, but I just got connected with um, this company called Hoffacker Health and Fitness that I work for now. And I, I've loved it. So the thing with PT that I didn't love was just, it didn't feel as personalized as I was hoping it was. And everywhere is different, but I just, the thing that I love about Hoffacker is just how personalized it is, because I really think that health and fitness is such a personal story. I mean, everyone is different. There's no one size fits all. Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure everyone's always like, they've heard every advice and recommendation that there is out there, but everyone's different. And you just, you know, sometimes it takes somebody to say the right thing at the right time to really make a big impact. But health and fitness has just always been something that's been an important part of my life. My husband is very active and loves playing sports. He doesn't so much love the strength training part of it and the the specific workouts end of it. But um, it's, uh, it's good because we can do stuff together. And as long as I stay doing the strength training and the workouts and things, and I can keep playing with him. And as long as he stays doing some of those things, then he can play more sports as well. So it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, Lauren, what I hear you say, and I know this from your own personal life, but you talked about how you saw a lifestyle modeled of health and wellness and health and fitness. Um, And I think that that's just so important uh, because, as you know, all the information that exists out there and everyone's very different. But at the end of the day, if it's not consistent and a lifestyle, it um, it doesn't last, right? And doesn't keep on. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about some of that today because you are you're the the expert coming to us. You know, you are you mentioned this earlier. So you are a personal trainer, and you kind of talked about why you moved into that um, into that role. But what do you? I'm gonna put you on the spot here. This is a hard question. What do you love most about that about that position in that role? Oh man, that's tough because there's yep, so many. Only get one. I know. <laughs> Um, you know, I really love building relationships with my clients and I mean, every job has its ups and downs, but I love building the relationships with my clients and, um, going through some of those struggles with them, you know, so it's not always easy to be healthy and to make the right choices, but I love being able to, to build those relationships and them text me like their victories or their challenges or like, I'm staring at this piece of cake and I, I don't want to eat it, but it's Wait, really Wait, hey, don't tell them about our conversation, Lauren. Know, I'm sorry. That was private. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but I love, I love building the relationships with them and it's just so fun um, to see them grow. And I mean, you get, I mean, I have fantastic clients and I mean, there's always those ones that are more challenging than others, but you just really get to be such a big part of their life. So that's my favorite. And just being, you know, I'm invited to their weddings or to their kids' weddings or mm-hmm. to, you know, just different, different life events. And it's so fun. So, 
Lauren talked about the text messages. I have totally texted her like I'm staring at the pantry or stuff like that all the time. And I can only imagine what your clients text you, those victories and those challenges. So, you know, Lauren, I wanted to I wanted to have you answer this for us, because I think the way that we think, so what we think about and how we think about things affects the, the way that we act. And so much of health and wellness is is thinking and then acting, right? Habits, big yeah. ones, small ones. So tell us, how do you think about health and wellness versus especially what culture and society says? Can you share with us like about that today? Because I think you have a really important message there. Yeah. Um, you know, this is something that I, I've really wrestled with a lot. And I think in the last several years, I've been convicted more and more that health is not so much about having a six pack or a bigger bench press or setting a new PR in a race. Um, those goals are important. I mean, any goals are important and they matter, but if that's all we train to improve, um, in our fitnesses are like, is this the fitness metrics or to look better for others that we feel like are judging us or anything? Um, that's really all we get out of it. So I really believe that we have a, um, a commitment and a responsibility to be good stewards of what God's given to us. Um, to me, health and fitness is the same as having money or family or anything like that, that God has called us to be um, good stewards of that. And I think our health is a, is a stewardship issue also. Um, I feel very convicted that we need to take care of our bodies. And so one of the things that I, I think about is just like, gosh, movement is so important. And I think that God... Um, it's a responsibility to God and that we can live to our absolute f- fullest for him, fulfill our purpose in Christ. Um, I want us to get out of our own way. Just, you know, like sometimes I let my insecurities or my frustrations or guilt or disappointment, um, you name it, get in the way of doing what God has called us to do. But our bodies are gifts that God has given us. And, you know, whether that's going and helping our neighbor unload their moving truck or running around with the kiddos at the park or, volunteering at a nonprofit. Um, even though it's been a long week, we can still have that energy and we can be able to pour into other people's lives and we can show God's love that way. So that's a, you know, my personal perspective on things as far as that goes. Um, it's, I just, I heard this quote one time, um, health is not just about what you're eating. It's also about what you're thinking and saying as well. So Mm. I think that that's really important, um, to make sure that we're putting good things into our bodies and that we're also, you know, soaking up good knowledge and we're able to reinvest that, that into other people. So Lauren, I, first of all, I love your perspective on that. I think that calling out this, this mentality of being stewards of our bodies. And I love how you said, sometimes we just need to get out of our own way in being good stewards. So let's just stop there for a moment because there's all different folks listening to this podcast and some are really chugging hard toward this. Like they've got the right perspective. They're um, practicing a lot of balance and a really healthy lifestyle. But there's there's other folks that are listening. And, you know, I, I, we've we've all been there. Some of us are in the midst of that or we're about to be in the midst of that. Right. I've heard that about life struggles. You're either in the middle of one. You've just got out of one and you're about to go in one. Right, yeah. But for folks that are like, I'm really struggling in this area. I mean, what encouragement, what 
practicality or what, I guess, what message would you give folks that are like, I hear you, I get it, you know, like I get it in theory, mm-hmm. but just help me get there. Right. Cause I'm, I'm struggling and chasing after this. Yeah. I mean, it's, it takes time. It's, you know, I, I really think that those things that are quick fixes or something that happens overnight, I mean, any of those miracle diet pills and all that stuff. I mean, it truly, it's a miracle. <laughs> like I, I don't, I don't think that that's sustainable. And so I think we should be encouraged by the fact if something takes longer, that means it's going to be sustainable for longer as well. Um, we can't think we're going to lose five pounds, um, you know, in two days and that's going to be sustained for a long time because it's just not. So it should be encouraging that sometimes this takes longer and that's okay. Um, I think it's important that we, we continue to make a commitment to recognizing that our health is important and being intentional about scheduling the time, um, to help the goal come to fruition. I think it's, um, it's, yeah, it's a long-term part of their lifestyle and, um, and my lifestyle. I mean, it's just something that because like, if you can focus on the word lifestyle, I think that sometimes helps because it's just not something quick and, um, it's going to make you so much better in the long run in so many different ways. Is that That's helpful painful. at all? Good. Yeah, I, that is very encouraging. The first thing you said to me is, if it takes longer, it's sustainable longer, right? That should mm-hmm. and, and to do things the right way when it comes to health and wellness. So, okay, I I know that you work with a variety of clients, and it's just from folks that you've worked with, maybe it's one or two or three, or if you just want to focus on one. But what are some of those core traits that you see? Um, that that really stand out to you as far as folks that are pursuing disciplined health and wellness in their lifestyle? Like, what are some of those things just for us to take note of and to really think about as far as forming habits or however you want to explain that? But would you just tell us about some of those things that have stood out to you since you started um, working with a variety of type of clients? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I kind of sort of almost think of it in three different things. Like, um, commitment, nutrition, and grace and commitment, um, whether that's in the session that I'm having with my client or outside of the session. I mean, it's commitment to show up even when you don't want to, you don't feel like it, you're kind of tired, but you're going to get there and you're going to make it happen. And, um, one of the things that I try to tell clients is just commit to five minutes. I mean, whether it's with me or whether it's with your, your own workout, whether you're trying to get your cardio in, um, a lot of my clients come in, to focus on their strength, but outside of that, um, I want them to focus on their cardio. So whether they're just, you know, really struggling and just, it's been a long day or it's an early morning or whatever, um, commit to five minutes. And if you can get that five minutes done, great. And if you are done after five minutes, that's fine. If you can do more than five minutes and you want to keep going, that's even better. But as long as you can get five minutes that, I mean, that helps make that commitment even stronger. And you just, I mean, if you can go three days doing five minutes and you do four and then you just keep going on that, it just keeps you motivated. So, um, the commitment is a big deal, but then a commitment in the, into what they're eating and what, you know, the type of exercise and just deciding to show up and put the time in is a big deal. Um, also planning, I think, is part of commitment as well. I mean, taking the time to plan those meals and taking the time to plan what the workout's going to be or to even 
schedule, like, you know, plan in your schedule when you're going to work out those, all those little things add up, even putting the workout clothes out outside, like, you know, laying them out before you go to bed at night. Some people have been sleeping in their workout clothes. <laughs> and I <laughs> Wait, think- are they clean or dirty workout clothes? <laughs> they're clean. I mean, they're clean. Okay. So, no judgment. Here. Yeah. I'm just no, curious. I know. I didn't know if the scent like really inspired <laughs> no. them. You know? yeah, usually it's okay. for people that if they're getting up first thing in the morning and they go for a workout or they go on a run or something, they, they might sleep in their workout clothes. But, um, you know, whatever works. But also, um, I think a second thing is nutrition and- I think that partly goes into commitment as well, but they just, they choose to the healthier options. They, they make that decision to pass on that piece of cake and have, you know, yogurt instead or something, or, um, just no recognizing how much better they feel having good food. I mean, honestly, I just, I just think that people are going to feel a lot better and I don't know anyone that has that argues that, but you know, sometimes it's fun to have that ice cream or to go out for pizza or whatever. But honestly, like when it comes down to it, I, I don't know anyone that doesn't feel better when they make those better choices, whether it's having, um, you know, chicken, grilled chicken and salad and having green beans. And I mean, like vegetables can be really delicious if you um, put the time in and you just make an effort. But the nutrition is, is just, I mean, as much as I'd like to give the exercise part more credit, Nutrition is 70% of it, I think. Um, I have some clients that they decide that they're not going to eat anything out of a bag or a box, um, so they're not eating that processed food. Um, I mean, obviously, you can wiggle your way around that and bend the rules however you want, but you're really not hurting anyone but yourself. So um, I think that sometimes can help people find different ways, you know, different programs to follow. I think Whole30 is a great um, kind of program I think it's something that you can do as a lifestyle. I think the more that you follow a, you know, a fad diet, I don't think that that's something that's sustainable. And it's also sort of more of that quick fix kind of thing. But so I'm not as in support of those, but I also understand that some people have a lot of success with that and everyone is different. So I think nutrition is a really, yeah, really big deal. And it's important to choose your goals before your momentary desires um, I know people have heard that discipline is choosing what you want most over what you want now. And I mean that I say that to myself a lot. <laughs> so I think it's something, you know, those little mantras can be helpful as well. Oh, for sure. And you say, okay, Lauren, I've heard you say this mantra too. The kitchen's closed after 7 PM. Yes. And I remember you talked about that before. And I love that. That was really helpful to me because I'll do really, really well all day long when it comes to nutrition. But I've got the girls to sleep. It's been a long work day. Um, things are winding down. And I'm like, oh, you know, a chocolate bar sounds fantastic right now. Absolutely. And that's not, it's not mm -hmm. the end of the world. But if the kitchen closes, which there's some nights that I don't get the girls to sleep till nine. And if the kitchen closes at seven, I wouldn't eat at all. So I feel like you're okay with me. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> fudging that line okay. a little bit. <laughs> Just making sure. Yeah. 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 For sure. Um, if I'm going to be honest with you, you're kind of like accountability here. Yeah, so good. But that mantra, like I say that to myself like all the time whenever I'm about to step into my pantry. So those are really helpful. So folks, mm -hmm. if you're listening today, what are some of those call outs? You know, what are some of those statements? Write them down, post them on your mirror, Absolutely. put them in your car, um, jot them in your agenda or put it as the background on your phone because 
even if one a month or one a week, those just really imprint in our minds. And, you know, Lauren, you're talking about these different areas of wellness, um, nutrition and cardio and um, strength training. I know Dave Ramsey uses this word in terms of getting rid of debt, but it's a snowball effect, right? Mm, You start out with something small. Give give Lauren five minutes or um, do you a five minute run or making a better decision and it snowballs the rest of the day, right? If you start out. And so I I know that you are from start to finish with your day. You are very um, disciplined about that looks like to have that incredible snowball effect. So at the end of the day, you're just smooth sailing, right? You are forging ahead. There's not, Most of the and time. I, I say that <laughs> I've, I've seen her, I've seen her cheat you guys before. No, know, she's true. very, um, <clears throat> but could you just share with us? So how do you personally pursue this? Like what you're a, you're a busy young professional yourself. So how do you go about this in your day? Like sh- maybe frame that up. I don't know if you want to yeah. walk us through a day or yeah. different mindsets that you have throughout the day or mantras. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, so my day starts really early. Um, I know some people like to get in the office at five and five thirty, but that's typically when I'm usually in, um, getting ready for my workouts by 5.30 in the morning. And I, so I have to pack um, my lunch, my breakfast and lunch and any snacks I want to have. I have to pack that beforehand. So I always do that at night and I, um, I have to plan that out. And so that's just something that's part of my day now and just part of my routine. So that's something that I would say really helps me a lot is um, to recognize that those little bites here and there add up and they push me off track. So I have to really make sure that I, I know what I'm going to have. I don't just take the whole bag of whatever, or, um, you know, I, I decide to have an, I'll bring an apple. And sometimes I kind of hate, um, getting apple pieces stuck in my teeth. So if I don't cut the apple, then I probably won't eat it. So I cut up my (laughs) apple the night before and things like that, or I, um, get my Greek yogurt or I, you know, I, I measure things out and I, I make sure that on Sundays, you know, we grill a bunch of chicken up and then I will spiralize some zucchini and I, I plan it. So that's a big thing for me. So I, I start off pretty early in the morning, um, with my workouts and seeing people. So I have my meals all planned out. And then I also plan on plan when I'm going to do my workouts. And so sometimes, you know, I'm, my schedule is just like anyone else's where things just change. And I maybe planned on that specific time being when I was going to work out, but now so-and-so needs to reschedule and that's the only time that they can work out, but then I have to do this at another time. So I have to try to keep that um, almost like a meeting as I would anybody else, but I, I schedule in my workouts and I try the best I can to keep it at that time. And if, you know, something changes and I really can't, then I, I give myself grace and I figure out a different plan. And so I understand what it's like people always think, Oh, you're working out all day. And I'm really not. So I still have to get my own workout in. Um, so I think it's important to plan, plan when you're going to do that, just like you would when you're, when you're going to eat and have your meals, um, as well as what you're going to eat. So another little trick with nutrition is like, if it didn't come from the ground, walk or swim on the earth, then we shouldn't put it in our bodies. (laughs) So I kind of try to keep that as, um, close to what I do during the day as much as I can. Um, and then at night I, a lot of times will have something in the crock pot or I'll, you know, I'm not afraid to do freezer things 
it's not always my preference, but I, I, I will make stuff over the weekends or, you know, way in advance and I'll freeze it. Sometimes I'll even get like turkey meatballs from Trader Joe's and I'll, I'll pull those out. Um, I love fish. We do a lot of fish and things like that. And that's just so quick. So a lot of times I just, I have to plan my meals at night as well. And I focus on having a vegetable and a protein and then, you know, the carbs will kind of add up anyway, or I'll, you know, go for, you know, a sweet potato or Seth and I'll split a sweet potato, but there's some like awesome, like fruits and veggies out there. I mean, like peaches and like, especially during the summer, we're so spoiled. We have so many awesome ways to have um, good food. Like I just love watermelon and peaches and strawberries on stuff is so good right now. It's tougher in the winter and I totally get it. But so your carb varieties are going to change a little bit. But I try to think of uh, fruits as a little bit more like carbs and um, focus on getting my proteins and veggies as my my meal and then having like a fruit or a carb or something like that for dessert. Um, and then that's kind of my day. I, it's, it's a busy day. So sometimes if I don't get my workout in, I also will um, just... I'll go and play tennis with Seth or we'll go for a bike ride to the farmer's market. Or sometimes it's literally like, I know my, I, my dog's been stuck in the house all day and I need to get home to let him out, but I really want to get my workout. And so I'll sometimes just take um, some resistance bands outside and some dumbbells and I'll work out outside chasing my dog around, you know, putting the resistance bands around your legs and doing some side shuffles through the yard. It can be a killer on your legs. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's not, you know, I try to focus on getting at least five workouts in a week and give myself two active recovery days. Um, sometimes they're both on the weekend or sometimes one day is during the week. If I like tomorrow night, I have a board meeting. So I know if I don't schedule in that workout in earlier in the day, then it's going to be harder to get one in, in the evening. So that might be my, my active recovery day. Maybe I'll go just for a walk with Seth or something later. You know, one of the other ways I like to get workouts in is I will, <laughs> I will pull up stuff on YouTube. Um, Cause part of the thing with my job is, you know, I'm thinking about coming up with these workouts for clients all day long. And so sometimes at the end of the day, I don't really feel like coming in and figuring out what all I'm going to do for my workouts. So some of the things I like to do is experiment on myself and then, um, so I can try them out with other clients, but it works well when you can get ideas from YouTube. There's a million different uh, workout options on there. And like I said, there's no one size fits all for anyone in any capacity. So if there's something on YouTube or, um, something that you enjoy, whether it's going to a workout class, whether it's doing, um, Zumba or swimming or a spin class or following something on YouTube, it's just about being, um, moving and just, just getting that movement, getting the, that activity in, And some, you know, sometimes I don't have kids right now, but you know, someday or, you know, somebody that has kids, it's always fun to engage your kids and to use them as weights, depending on how big they are. Um, but being able to go out and play (laughs) with the kids is such a big deal. And you can just, there's so many things that you can do. Like I said, I, sometimes I'll go out and put the resistance bands on my legs and run around in the yard with my dog. Um, but you can chase your kids around with the resistance bands on your legs or, um, stop and do some pushups with them on your back or do, you know, there's those stroller workouts and all sorts of things. So there's tons of options out there. It's just making the commitment to 
have that be a priority and understanding that that's something that's important to you. So it needs to be a priority. You're never going to get to those goals if you don't make some sacrifices and some capacity to, to hit those goals. Yeah. And, and to your point earlier about planning, I think that when we plan in advance, like as I think about even getting out of the door in the mornings with two little ones, the more that I plan, even having stuff in my vehicle the night before Mm -hmm. and having everything just ready to go, it creates less, um, less logistical issues, right? right? Or if I know okay, that freezer bag is now going into the crock pot in the morning when I wake up. And so the more that we plan, and obviously we have a certain capacity to do that, but it creates less restrictions on us. So I love your call out to that. And another thing, Lauren, you talked about when we're active with our families, with um, when we serve in our communities, those are great way to live active lifestyles. And I think that there's just so many times it's just easier to watch Netflix. Yeah. It's easier to munch on Chex Mix. It's easier to but think about how life-giving it can be to go play with the kiddos, the puppy, um, serve the neighbor by helping them rake their grass, whatever that looks like. And that is where we want to spend our time. Right. Um, as I we mean, think about. Yeah. So many of us have read that book, Love Does. And I think that's such uh, a really neat way to think about being active um, as well as, you know, you, the exercise doesn't have to be this, oh, I got to lift the weights or whatever, you know, some people don't enjoy that. And that's okay. But if you are active, you can be serving your community more and serving those around you. And just putting that love into action is such a big deal. So it doesn't have to be overwhelming. Um, just, I honestly think that committing to 30 minutes uh, seven days a week is a big deal. And whether sometimes that 30 minutes looks more like helping your neighbor unload his moving truck or raking the yard or things like that. I mean, that makes an impact for the kingdom as well. Yes. Yep. I love it. Uh, Lauren, uh, you have a lot of great recipes and workouts. What I love about a lot of your at home strength training or whatever it looks like, (laughs) is it something that I could do in my kitchen, using a dining room chair or whatever it may be, right? Like you do very easy, practical ways. So if folks are interested in connecting with you and learning from you, where are some of those places that um, they can can connect? Yeah, I um, try to post things on my Instagram often. So that's where I'll post most of my workout videos. Sometimes I'll post them on my Facebook, but for some reason I can't get the quality to come up as well on Facebook. But um, Instagram, it, my handle is just at Lauren Paladin, and you can also always email me. Um, my email is laurenpaladin at gmail.com, or you can look me up on our um, company's website, which is hoffackerfitness.com. And I'm sure I can get that information to you, Kirby. Um, cool. yeah. yeah, we'll put that in show notes. That'd be great. Awesome. Yeah. And if you're looking for an excellent trainer and motivator in the Indianapolis area. Lauren is your girl for I'd sure. Love to have you. <laughs> um, yes, guys, seriously. And for some of us listening today, that may be the next step. We may be um, in that position where we're like, I need someone and I need someone that 
that wakes up thinking about this every single day and is ready for me and pushes me really hard for 30 minutes or an hour to pursue this. And um, whether you're in Indianapolis or in Austin, Texas, um, maybe you need to find that person. And if you're in Indianapolis, that person is Lauren. And just saying. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Well, that's, I guess, one of the things that I'm so grateful for with my company is um, we have such a unique approach to fitness. It's not... Um, you know, how many pulls can you do? How many pushups and lunges and all the things like it's so, so personalized. And that's one of the things that I immediately just fell in love with. Um, and I, I would say that our owner, Steve Hoffacker has taught me so much about how important it is to find the right fit for you. And that there isn't one thing for every, every person. I mean, it's, there's even within my sessions where I will do one exercise and it's, you know, they don't really feel it in the right spot, but so I have to change it up. So it, I'm really fortunate to work for a company that is just so, so personalized and, um, very goal oriented and it's, we do private suite training. So it's nice that we don't have any distractions. I mean, we're in one-on-one in a private suite, all of the equipment is in there and we don't have to worry about, um, who's on that machine or I I've got all of the tools right there. And so I'm so grateful for that opportunity. But so if you do, if you are in the Annapolis area, I would love to see you. Oh, and that's really cool too. Cause if you're like a newbie, mm-hmm. you, you know, like myself, you're like, no one's looking at me right now thinking, why does she can't, she, you know, why can't she plank for longer than right. X amount of time? Or why yeah. can't she this? So that's really cool. I, I didn't love, know that. I love the intimacy and the privacy. And then it helps us build a relationship really, really well. And just, um, be able to create a lot of trust. And I feel like I understand my clients a lot better because of that. So it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, right. Don't let her fool you all. She yells at her clients <laughs> in private because right. totally. it's not a public. Yeah. <laughs> I need you to do 20. I'm kidding. <laughs> so Lauren, um, I hate it that our time's coming to an end. This has been so good. Um, as you know, from podcasts, we like to get to know our folks and we like to give them an opportunity to make a shout out. It's so important to express appreciation to people in our lives. So we want to give you the chance to make a shout out today as well. Well, obviously, I think my shout out's going to have to be to my husband. He's always so supportive and um, understands that exercise is a big part of my life and understands how valuable it is for him as well. And so he's uh, always letting me pursue that and making, you know, allowances for me to go and do that workout if I didn't get to do it at work um, or he's doing it with me. So I'm so grateful for him and he's always willing to eat all my experimental food and finding new ways to (laughs) to make healthy food enjoyable. So um, he's so supportive and I'm really grateful for him. I couldn't imagine having a better husband. Shout out to you, Seth. Uh, Has there ever been like a meal? He was like, oh, heck no, this is rough. Has there ever been a healthy meal like that? You know, he's such a sport about everything. He, you know, off the top of my head, I can't think of one specifically. He's not a huge, huge fan of spaghetti squash, but he he can handle it. So I'm pretty thankful for that because I love spaghetti squash. Oh, yes. Yes. It's so good. Okay. So tell us, um, we also like to find out what's been a game changer for you. So it's been something that it can be a food item. It could be a workout. It can be an experience, a conversation. What's just been a game changer for you personally? It kind of shifted gears or sent you in another direction. Well, I'll say my, our owner, Steve Hoffacker, and um, our manager, Devin Riley, they were kind of a game changer in how I was thinking about fitness, but specifically with the heart rate monitor. I mean, 
if anyone wants to work out and wants to get the most out of workout, I think you need to have a heart rate monitor, no question. So that is hands down my game changer. I feel like I don't even know if I'm doing a workout well enough or if I'm pushing hard enough. I feel like I can't even count the workout if I don't have my heart rate monitor on. It's, it gives me all the feedback, tells me you know how many calories I'm burning and where I am in my zone, if I'm burning fat or if I'm building muscle or if I'm working my, my lung capacity. I... Yeah, hands down, love my heart rate monitor. <laughs> okay, so what? Because there's different, you know, there's the Fitbits and yeah. the Apple Watches and the, everything out there. What's so what is you, the one that you use, or what's your favorite? Okay, yeah, so I have an Apple Watch, and I like the Apple Watch, but I don't think that the heart rate monitor portion of it. And granted, I have, I think it's the Apple II or whatever the previous version was before the one that's out currently. Um, so maybe the newer one is a little more accurate as far as heart rate goes. But I think um, the Polar heart rate monitor, they just came out with a newer one. It's called the H10 and it's a Bluetooth transmitter. So it just goes directly on your chest um, and it just straps on and then it sends it to an app um, on your phone or I have my watch paired with it and it's the Polar Beat app. And I love this thing. Like it just gives you all the information. Every single one of our clients uses it and loves it. I mean, it to me is just the the biggest game changer because you want your heart to be able to go the distance and then recover from the distance it went. So you really want your heart to be able to be able to push hard, but then you don't want your heart rate to stay up high for a long period of time. If you're sitting, like if you're, you know, doing some squats, you do 20 squats and then you stand still for 30 seconds, like your heart rate should come back down pretty quickly. And really you want it under hundred within a minute. I mean, it's, it should recover and be really efficient. Because if you think about how many times you run out to your car and then you sit down in your car and your heart rate is still acting like you're running out to your car. I mean, that's a lot of beats that you're using, a lot of energy you're using that could be used later in the day or help you have more energy throughout the day. Um, that's one of the biggest things that's helped me realize, it, you know, just how to have a more efficient workout and to be more effective. Um, and it also helps me push hard because sometimes I'm like, uh, I'm pushing hard. I feel like I'm getting a good workout and my heart rate's, you know, not even hardly in my zone or it's just burning fat and not that that's a bad thing, but it's not maybe the goal that I'm wanting for that day. So it helps me have a lot of feedback and get a lot of, got more understanding about how to train my body in the best way possible. Hey, I'm going to go, we'll, we'll stay in touch on this because I apparently need a heart rate monitor. Yeah, you should get one. Great. I okay, love it. It's, cool. it's really not that expensive. It's worth it. I mean, it'll last you forever. Um, I can definitely get you the information on that. So, Cool. Hey, Lauren, I've enjoyed our time together today, as always. Thank you so much for coming on the Sharpen podcast and giving us some ideas as we think about sharpening our influence in the workplace and beyond as young professionals. Here are some really cool, very tangible, practical ways to start living out um, health and fitness and wellness in a way that um, ultimately is a, a, just a really great opportunity to be a steward of the bodies that God gave us. And so I want to thank you for coming on today Absolutely. and uh, appreciate all your time and your, your thoughts. It was fun. I had a blast. Mm -hmm.